Welcome to Bench with the Tovar Brothers. It's nice to be back in person in studio. Good to be back in America. Welcome back to uh, the States, as some would call them. Thank you, thank you. We welcome you. Uh, we're back. It's almost football time, baby. Yeah. Oh. Welcome to Bench. This is episode number 19. Creeping up on those episodes. Shout out to Eddie Royal, number 19. For number the 19. Uh, Monday, August 28th, 2023. We are the Tovar Brothers, and this is Benched. Uh, it's good to be back in America, man. It's good to be not relying on that terrible Wi-Fi. It's uh, good to not to be uh, trying to figure out Zoom, FaceTime, and all the other programs that are not as reliable as they should be after COVID. Thank you for staying with us. If you had to do that, it was for you, you guys. It might. It was hard for us too. It was. It's tough doing. Yeah, but we got some faithful listens, faithful yeah. watches. Thank yeah. you for all of you who Muchas listen gracias. and watch, whether it's on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, or wherever you hear your podcast. You can search Bench with the Tovar Brothers. And that's where you have found us. That's where you will find us three times a week, all season, all year long, no matter what. No matter uh, what. We will be there. And I think, you know what? We had an early test of that, and we proved that. Yeah, we hey, well. shout out to us. I mean. We overcame a lot to make those shows. On this side, <laughs> California, earthquake and hurricanes. Earthquake. <laughs> yeah. Your side, yep. shit Wi-Fi <sighs> on, a, on a cruise and just being not in America but trying to film a podcast. Listen, the, the Bahamas does a lot of things right, let me tell you. Yeah. They do beaches right. They do yep. tourism right. They do. I'm sure the women are lovely. Um, yeah, very yeah. nice young yeah. ladies. Yeah. Uh, they do a lot of things right, but they do not do Wi-Fi correctly. Hasn't yet. reached that point yet. Nope. Nope. Uh, Royal Caribbean either, honestly. Their Wi-Fi suck too, so. You know, uh, but we made it work, and now we're back, and. So much has happened. We're 10 days away from a real NFL game. The next NFL game we see. Yep. Is an actual, for real, week one game that yep. counts. The preseason is now over. The next game we will see will be the kickoff between the Kansas City Chiefs, defending Super Bowl champions, and the upstart Detroit Lions. Detroit! I think upstart's the proper name. They're not upstart. They're, They're upstart. Yeah. They're still yeah. upstart. They weren't 500 last yeah. year, right? Yeah, they were under 500. Although, I feel like right now their fans, if you play all you members of the 313, I think... Shout out to 8 Mile. It would go nuts. Yeah, dude. Because that's the feeling right now. They got to play that in the stadium, right? You think they, they play that? They have to. Wait, is that... Yeah. They yeah, have to. Yeah, play, I would... That's a that's they a unite to. a city. In, oh, yeah. You have Eminem out there doing the national anthem. Just have them rap it. Who cares? Yeah. You could probably rap it good. Yeah, stick with us through week one and the rest of the weeks. We'll be covering everything as best we can, as much as we can. And whatever we don't cover on the show, make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and X. I, was, I said Twitter and X, but they're the same thing. Yeah. Um, and threads. I still have threads on here. Honestly, I don't use threads. So don't, don't follow something. Yeah, don't follow threads. It's a waste of time. <laughs> I still don't. I've only ever been on it. Yeah. I saw the numbers. Like, you know, it has the at, the number. Like, right. It just looks like a prison number. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. I, I kind of regret even joining it. But I guess I'll start putting stuff up on there. Yeah. Uh, but for sure, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, we're on that. We are reacting to live news in between the shows. Follow that if you want to keep up with the season as we head into week one here. And uh, wrapping up the preseason, we saw a lot in the preseason. We a saw a lot. lot of people play. A lot of rookies. Yep. A lot of guys we forgot were, oh, this guy's actually talented. We forgot that he existed on this team. You're talking about Calvin Ridley? Yeah. That that was one of them. I am. Um, I 
Primarily Calvin Ridley. Beyond, man. Uh, I said it. You know what? Well, however you want to swing, man, that's up to you. That guy, he he still has it. He we'll, still he flies. We'll see. He, he I saw the like you know, of course anyone looks good in training camp videos because they post the best videos. Right. But we see in real life, like holy crap, forgot Calvin Ridley was actually good at football. He can move, man. Yeah, and out of his breaks, he's amazing. And to be tied to Trevor Lawrence, not a bad, not a bad. Hey, welcome back, back to the NFL. Here's right. this rising superstar that right. the th- you know get to throw you the ball. And not to get too much into Jaguars football, but I like what I'm seeing from Kirk as well. I feel like it's putting Kirk in a Kirk in the slot is natural, elite, natural. He's and then very good there. Evan Ingram kind of doing what he does yep. all over the field, and Zay Jones just just go be just just, just go be passable. You don't yeah. need to be a starter more. Just go be passable. A lot to be excited about in yeah. Jacksonville, but also we saw the debut of Mr. Aaron Rodgers with the New York. Jets, he looked pretty good. Number eight suits him. I thought yeah. it'd be a little jarring, but it's like, oh, this is kind of cool, actually. Number eight, and he's like in different mindset for Aaron Rodgers. Like, I'm the, I'm the mentor. This is I'm Papa the, Aaron. He's a Papa Aaron. Yeah. This is Papa Aaron. But he's kind of the cool Papa this is, no, who this does ayahuasca. This is big Papa Aaron. That's, that's big Papa. Right, yeah, yeah, big Papa Aaron. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he throws a touchdown there to Garrett Wilson that has all Garrett Wilson owners just. Fantasy football. Yeah, very excited. If you own Garrett Wilson, you're just, you're through there with like I just bought myself just Jefferson. Yeah, okay, no, <laughs> maybe no, maybe no, maybe. Uh, but you bought yourself at least a Jalen Waddle. You bought yourself a Devonta Smith. What? You, you can't call him. You can't call him the best receiver in the league. Yet. He's at least a Jabbar Chase. We'll see. I mean, we'll yeah, see. We'll see. We'll I guess see. there's no way to truly answer yeah. that unless yep. you watch it. Can't wait for um, the, yeah. Man, that, we got to talk about that more, though, because I think you're dead wrong. That Aaron Rodgers highlight was everywhere. We posted on our TikTok account. It was just, he's cool. And then Gary Wilson has all this talent that's yeah. finally getting unlocked with Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah. Week one against Buffalo, right? Monday Night Football. Phenomenal. It's going to be incredible. Yeah. Yeah. We had some really good, we have some, not really good, we have some great primetime games lined up for week one. You think about, I think Bills Chiefs, sorry, uh, uh, Lions Chiefs is going to be a fun game. They're going to be throwing the ball all over the field. I want field. to see some trick plays from Lions. Like, yeah. Hey, we're on the stage. Let's just do some t- something. Oh, they're going to go for it. Yeah. They're, they're, they're house money. There's no pressure. On I, them I, that, yeah. I think it's going to be a great game. Um, I think, um, like you said. The, I think Dallas and, Dallas and New York Giants Dallas are Giants going to be fun. Yeah. Waller's going to be out there. I think Daniel Jones is going to be he's going to be solid. I don't think he's a great quarterback, but I think he's going to be really solid. Yeah. I think Waller is really going to help him. Yeah. And then the Cowboys, we'll see. We'll see uh, how Cowboys. good they are. They could be as good as they want to be. Uh, we also saw the debut, talking a little college football, of Mr. Caleb Williams. Looked pretty good. Looked I really was, good. He was playing Fresno State. No. So. I was at uh, a bar when, when they are watching, and USC fans love them some Caleb Williams. Yeah. He he looked good, too. He's he's a little smaller than I thought. Looks very good. But, I mean, he's he killed It is Fresno State, but he killed the crap out of him. You know what I think he's doing? Because he, he, he came out. I think last week that he is not committed to going to the NFL yet. Yeah. He's holding that to the chest. I think he wants to see who ends up with that number one pick. I mean, would you want to go to Arizona? Nope. Like, what do you have there? Nothing? Yeah. Literally nothing? Yeah. No, I'm good. I love year. that a college player is going to have the ability to hold the, an NFL team hostage. Yeah. Good. Like, hey, you're tank. There's no guarantee you're going to get me. Yep. You can go get um the other quarterback. What's his name? Uh, Drake May. Drake, yeah, go get Drake May. I want to go where I want to go. Yeah, and if that's not Arizona, I wouldn't want to go to Arizona. They have nothing. They're they're stripping that team clean right now. Yeah, nothing's on the bone. And they'll have less by the time the season's over. 
Yeah, they they'll they'll ship more people out. Buda Baker's still on that on a one year deal. They might just Buda ship Baker's him out. out. Ertz most likely out. I can see Hollywood Brown out. He's on a friend. He I mean he's on a contract year anyway. Yep. So he might just be gone anyway. Or Connor's getting older. It's gonna be a very different team. I'm yeah. not sure if you want to go there with absolutely nothing. You're yeah. the literally the savior with. And nothing. maybe the worst is that that line is terrible. Yeah, unless that there's some young guys terrible. this year that emerge for them. They're like, oh, yeah. this guy's kind of nice. This guy's kind of, I don't know. Um, but he looked great. Moving along here, special shout out and. Uh, Let's give a farewell to Happy Gilmore legend, Mr. Bob Barker. 99 years with us on hey, this earth. Hey, man. 99 years. 99 to, strong years, Bob. To a legend. Yeah. Everyone knows who Bob Barker is. Spin the wheel. It's uh, over under uh, $50. Oh, he's a, Phenomenal. The price is wrong, Bobby. Uh, Come on, man. Yeah. Legendary. Yeah. Um, 99 is a long life. It seemed like he lived it to the fullest. Good for you, Bob. Like, good for you, Bob. I could just I just have ingrained in my mind him throwing that punch. Just kicking Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler's ass. I don't that that's probably a fake punch. But it I tell would, you what, if that landed, that would hurt. He had some he had, That was had, a nice punch. Yeah, he had a couple of jabs. He was that like, old, that, he, I he think he had enough. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he Bob Barker. So much fun. So legendary and icon Barker. in TV. For uh, sure. so long, Kevin Hart's groin. Oh, another guy. Who, I don't know yeah. if you saw it. Did you see this? Yeah, it's pretty funny. So he raced ex and a Patriots running back, Stephen Ridley, yep. which he said wrong, which I thought was weird. In the, do you see that video? He said Ridley. His name, his name's definitely Stephen Ridley. Okay, um, I believe you. That was kind of weird. Uh-huh. Anyway, he races Stephen Ridley, and he tore everything. <laughs> he tore so he's forty four. So he he brought that up and said, you know what? I pushed my body too hard, and it said no. Forty four racing, even a retired NFL yeah. athlete. No. Well, if you watch the video, he kept he kept up with with Steve, Stephen Ridley. Kevin Hart's a good. I mean, he he he's good in shape. very good shape. Yeah, yeah. All right, question for you. Yeah, if like let's get an offensive lineman. Yeah, who's the biggest offensive line? Makai Becton, six seven three forty three fifty. I'm smoking him. For, uh, not forty yard dash, a ten yard dash. Smoking All you him. need is bop. you think you, you could beat him? No, because I think I think that's harder. Okay, let's do let's do. I think the longer the run, the the um, twenty yard dash. Such a twenty yard dash. Yeah. Can I give you a little producer note right now? Sure. Can you stop making out with your mic? I'm not that close to you. You're the mic. pretty close to your mic. Uh, I'm not making out with my mic. Okay. I'll go like that. Yeah. There you go. Either way, Mackay Beckton at three fifty six seven. Could you beat him in a twenty yard dash? The 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 real answer is no. The real answer is no. But you have the confidence to beat him. The confidence. I think I would go in thinking. I would go in with the thought in my mind of this is possible. There's a long shot, and I'm yeah. the major underdog. But this is possible. I could beat, and then you could. But the it. reality is, there isn't a single offensive lineman that me or you would beat in a race. But think about the bar store you'd have. Yeah, hey, I raced the offensive lineman on the Jets. I yeah. So technically, I'm better than offensive jet. Wow, lineman. these guys are running incredible 40s nowadays. Yeah, big guys ran. Yeah, well, who? Um, Poe, uh, Dante, Dante yeah. Poe. Remember him? Chiefs. Uh, three thirty. Three thirty running like a four eight, four nine. It's crazy. Insane. Um. The uh, the rookies are. It actually got announced just for the show that the third rookie uh, quarterback has been named a starter for Week One. That is C.J. Stroud of the Houston Texans to go along with Anthony Richardson and Bryce Young, all starting. Uh, Will Levis in a distant fourth now moved to third string behind Malik Willis. Yeah, uh, but those three starting right from off the bat. Why not? Why not? Sure. Let's see what we got. Sure. I mean, the patience for these quarterbacks have gotten a lot shorter in yeah. these years. Be good now, or we're not going to freaking keep you. Some teams, yeah, we've we've seen a we've seen a lot from them, and you got to kind of feel for the veterans that were supposed to get a shot at starting for a while before these guys. Do you think of Gardner Minshew, uh, Andy Dalton, who 
QB1? Absolutely believes he's a starter in this league. Yeah. And then uh, who else we got here? Davis Mills, but Davis not Mills, yeah. Really. He got his shot. Yeah. Uh, those guys straight straight to second string again. Hold my clipboard, buddy. <laughs> hey, hold my Gator. I, I like it like this. Oh, man. But it should be fun to follow those guys. Let's get into some NFL news here as we get started. Before we do that, I'm going to tease a little bit something we've got going on in this show. Mm-hmm. In this episode, we will talk about the news. A lot of news going down, including some key uh, running back news. Yep. And one quarterback that got traded. Uh, we'll talk about that. But later on in the episode, stick around. We interviewed Mr. Danny Padretti. I said that right? Padretti. Padretti, a real paisano from paisano. Chicago. Yep. Um, he runs a Bears page on Instagram, bears.hub, I believe, yep. at bears.hub. And uh, go follow him if you're a Bears fan. If you're a football, pan, football fan, go follow him. Putting up great content every day. And we interviewed him talking about the Bears a little bit. So make sure you stay around or... If you don't want to hear the news, just skip ahead to that Bears interview because it, it, it was a good one. It's a good one. We're all there. Yeah, but we'll get to that after the news. Starting with the news here, did you see the quote from Mike Tomlin? This is why I like Mike Tomlin. He's a quote machine type. Bars. Yeah. Bars, this man. Him, yeah. He was asked about deciding to play starters in the preseason, which these coaches are asked every year. And there's not a right answer. It's there's, just whatever you believe. Yeah, there is. Mike Tomlin gave it. Okay, go ahead. He said, I think it's difficult to box without sparring. <laughs> this guy needs to be a fucking rapper. <laughs> He's just a cool dude. That's you, you wonder why this team's good every mm. year. Like you just want to like, I like run him. through a wall for Mike Tomlin. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, it's difficult to box without sparring. He's just you know what he is. He's a warrior, and he's not faking it. No, he's about that life. He's about it. Yeah, he's had so many different iterations of the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they've all been relevant. Just a warrior, defensively heavy, rebuild, rookie yeah. quarterback. Now an upstart offense that looks that looks pretty good, and he you can just trust him with anything. You got to imagine. Just the, the tone he sets in a meeting, in an organization, in a locker room. The tone you got to set to set the bar at, we're not going to go below 500 yeah. for as long as I'm here. That's incredible leadership. That's incredible leadership. Well, you know the story with his interview, right? So in the NFL, you have to interview a person of color. That's called yeah. the, uh, what's it called? Um, the stupid rule. I think they should get interviews anyway. But yeah, go ahead. Okay. Well, anyway, so, so they, they had to interview him. He was the first. He was one of the first interviews. Let me correct that. I think we should get interviews anyway because we're people of color. Hey, I want to interview. Yeah. I'll, I'll coach the Broncos. They, so, we, we won't be good, but I'll coach them. I keep inter- interrupting you. Okay. And during his interview. Okay. During uh, his interview, he wowed them so much that he left the interview, and they said, did we just find – they, like, stumbled upon it because they had to fulfill a need. They're the kind NFL. of checking the box. Yeah, like, we need to do this. But yeah. then they realized, oh, this might actually be our guy. Yeah. What, 12 years later? Yeah. He's still a very – and he, he looks young, looks healthy. He could go on another 10 years. Any other organization would take him in a second. He would oh. be on the market for about 35 minutes. He would get wine and dine by every team. Yeah, he's I mean, an incredible leader yeah. there. Um, but, yeah, I, I love the quote. You can't box it out. Sparring. One rookie in L.A. took that very seriously. Did you see the play by Traverius Hodges Tomlinson? You got to imagine this guy, the rookie cornerback from the Rams who got ejected for oh. nearly ripping the head off a player. Bronco player. You got to imagine pregame, he's watching. I, I, this is how I imagine it's going. He's watching the TV like, Mike Tomlin, what's he got to say? You can't box without sparring. Mama. Hell yeah. I'm going to rip someone's head off. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and then get immediately kicked off the field for doing so. I've never seen him kicked off that. He, but he, he, that was brutal. And man, if you watch him after, he just like walks away. I said, like, I meant to do that. Yeah. I meant to Because it was about to give up, like, give up like a touchdown. Yikes. Yeah, that was against Denver too. It, I remember during the uh, during the the draft prep we were doing this year, he, his major knock was that he was undersized. Maybe he can't hold up physically. 
So maybe he has a little bit of chip on his shoulder. Uh, short but man syndrome. Can't do that, though. No. Can't hey, do that. Can't happen. We're trying to keep, keep people healthy Let's here. keep people healthy, especially a, a Broncos receiver. We need no, no more of those guys let's, falling. Let's keep the head on the shoulders. Let's not yeah. try to rip it off. Big story here are the Bucks. Uh, unfortunate for us. We covered this guy earlier. Not really a big story, but someone we're going to keep tabs on, and I'm going to make sure we do as the host of this show. Uh-oh. Mr. Cade Warner, son of the legendary Kurt Warner, was cut. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Cade. Sorry, Cade. Cool story. Yeah. Uh, but you got cut. And uh, he'll get back on, though. Cade's a fighter. I feel like the Patriots will give him a little call. Hey, what? <laughs> what? Uh, where's your family from? No, like your ancestors. Oh, jeez. Okay. 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 All right, let's plan you up. Okay. I thought you were going to do the slot receiver thing, but no. you're going the straight racism thing. I didn't say anything. I was like, Where, where's your family from? Ireland? Yeah. Check. Okay. Uh, you're toxic. <laughs> you're a toxic person for saying I'm that. I'm just saying. It just... Yeah. Speaking of the Patriots, I want to talk about this just because it has some fantasy relevance. Okay. Uh, Actual news here. The Patriots have traded Pierre Strong running back to the Browns in exchange for Tyrone Wheatley. I like Pierre Strong. I think he's going to get some run in Cleveland. Fantasy-wise, keep an eye on him. We don't have to spend a lot on this, but. No. I think because if you watch the Cleveland Browns play this weekend, this preseason three. Yeah. Their backups suck. Mm Mm-hmm. Look, either they're playing with first team offensive linemen who that's a good line. They're playing with Watson. They just weren't good. There was two fumbles right. from quarterback, from quarterback, running back exchange. Pierre Strong showed some things last year, so he's got some juice. Look for Pierre Strong there. Might be a good idea to stick him on the back and also, of your bench. Decent handcuff. Pa- Patriots backfield is just gonna be Stevenson and Zeke all year. Yeah. Those two guys. Over to the Chiefs. They have interest in signing a quarterback that you might know of, Mr. Carson Wentz. It worked, baby. I think you called this. This is my dream scenario for yeah. him. Yeah. Just go and learn from Andy Reid. Yeah. And just if we need a, uh, if Mahomes, you know, God forbid, gets hurt for a game or half a game or a quarter, just go do our offense. I guess this is the most no drama place you can be because you are clearly the second here. Yeah. The, you have, you're playing behind basically Michael Jordan. Yeah. So uh, you're just going to carry his clipboard and just learn from Andy Reid, the, the ultimate QB guru. What happens if. Don't do it. Don't say it. What happens if Mahomes goes down for a short amount of time? I'm like, no. Three, four weeks. this idea. And Carson Wentz revisits 2017. Stop. The MVP form. You tell me what happens. Uh, well, Are the Chiefs getting a, getting a couple first-round picks from? Oh, okay. Let's say there's no playing time be given up. None whatsoever. No, Mahomes gets a job right back. Um, I think the next year, if they sign up for a tier deal, trade him as fast as you can. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Commanders might trade for him back, hey, to be honest. Hey, good luck to Carson Wentz, man. You've always been talented. I love you, Carson. I always love you. Yeah, and there's a little bit of locker room stuff with him. He might be a bad locker room guy. I don't know if I'd buy that. That's just his reputation that's been around the league. Yeah. But I wish him nothing but the best. If he signs with the Chiefs, great landing spot for him. Moving on here, the Jets head coach, Robert Sala, has announced that Mekhi Becton will start, in quotes, as of now. This is what you do. Hmm. He hasn't been negative about him. Just says he, no. he needs to get better. Yeah, he won't overpromise for him. Yeah, it's just showing him, like, hey, we'll bench you. They won't bench him. Yeah. We'll bench you. I think they have Billy Turner behind him. You cannot bench him. No. Yeah, I think um, I think they've handled this well. Yeah. In properly and respectfully motivating a veteran yeah. player in this league. Yeah, now, yeah. Um, and yet not handing the job to him. Just being re- honest, like, we'll still bench you yeah. if we have to. Yeah. Um, but Aaron Rodgers seemed pretty happy about this. Seemed like he really believes in the guy. Yeah. And that has that goes a long way in that building now. The power of positivity can be a... An awesome thing. Yeah. This is they were positive. Like 
Let's get this guy right. Let's get him right. We need to get him in that dark room with some ayahuasca. Yeah. That's the next level here. Let's see what then he can He can come out an absolute monster. Yeah. Probably seeing things for the rest of his life, but still. Yeah. Could, could you do a dark room for... He could probably communicate telepathically with Aaron Rodgers if he does that. He's probably on a different wavelength after that. Mm-hmm. He probably could see mm-hmm. people's spirits or Absolutely. Like yeah. Absolutely. Um, over to some sad news for the Bucks. This made me sad because I love the big guys up front. Bucks are placing center Ryan Jensen, a fantastic center in this league, yeah, yeah. when healthy, on IR, ending his season. Jensen has not fully recovered from a knee injury that he suffered last season, I think during the preseason. Yeah, he came back. Um, right Sorry, go ahead. He came back for the playoff game for Dallas, but he, because of that, due to complications from his knee, he will miss the entire 2023 season, and quite possibly that was his last game of his career. It's, you know, really paid the price there by coming back for a playoff game. To just to lose, but I mean, if Tom Brady's your quarterback, you're gonna risk. I think he would yeah. do it again if he gave him the shot. I mean, yeah. Tom Brady's your quarterback. You like this is my last chance to play with, with the greatest player of all time. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Good on the Bucks. I think they paid him right before that, so yeah. he's paid. Yeah. I think he has like thirty some million. Good for you, man. Uh, so you he know, won a he, Super Bowl too. So yeah. if he retires, he could say, "Play with Brady. I won a Super Bowl and I got paid. I gave my knee for Brady." Yeah, yeah, to play in that game. That, that's that, that's a book. Um, I get my knee for for Tom Brady. So that's some of the smaller news. We have some bigger news here to cover. We're going to take a quick break because I don't want to get cut off here in the middle of this story uh, because I feel like we're really going to dive into it. Uh, yeah, Trey Trey song Lan- style. Trey Lance was uh, traded. <laughs> Speaking of Trey, yeah, we're going to get into that next. Ooh. Okay, welcome back. So. As I mentioned before, Trey Lance finally was traded from the Niners. Let me read all the details, and then we'll get into it. The Niners are sending former third overall pick Trey Lance to the Dallas Cowboys for a originally reported as a mid-round pick, was um, eventually reported as a fourth-round pick, and Lance now gets a fresh start in Dallas. Lance was paid over $27 million for less than 300 snaps and four starts with the Niners. Uh, they will, like I said, send a uh, 2024 fourth-round pick from the Cowboys to the Niners for Trey Lance. And um, they finally waved the white flag. And by playing, by playing chicken with the entire league, by bluffing the entire league, they lost out on major compensation with this guy. I think it just this is not the textbook on how to handle this kind of situation. It was weird. Yeah, no one believed you. Because even after they said we're going to find options before we got traded, yeah. they started to praise him again. Yeah. You guys are terrible at poker. Stop talking. Sometimes the best poker face is not saying anything. Yeah. He's just saying he's available. Right. Don't go public with all these comments. I'm happy yeah. he's out of there. This guy's too talented to be a third string. I think he needs a legit shot. Yeah. Not Besides the point that they handled him, they handled getting out of it wrong, um, let's not gloss over of how big of a miss this was. They traded three first-round picks and a third round pick to move up and get Trey Lance. The Dolphins ended up turning those picks into Jalen Waddell, Tyreek Hill, Bradley Chubb, and Channing Tindall. Um, it's a major miss. Maybe the biggest one I've ever seen as far as trading up for a guy, putting all your eggs in this basket, and four starts. Let me tell you the guys who went after him. Yeah. Okay. There's just a few guys. You I might... mean, third overall, so almost everyone. But Notable guys. Yeah. Notable guys. Uh, Kyle Pitts, Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddell, Panay Sewell, Patrick Sertan, Devonta Smith, Justin Fields, Michael Parsons, and Rashawn Slater. Blue chip players. Those guys are starters yeah. slash stars slash superstars. And, and another fact, 
Lance played eight games for the 49ers. That's the fewest by a top five pick in his debut in the common draft era. That means he's 1967. He's played the fewest amount of games for a top five pick. Look at you with the homework. Look at that. Uh, I, I wish I was part of the research team. But yeah. it's just crazy. Cause you, hey, you have sources. I have my sources. You, it's just crazy how like little opportunity he got. Yeah. I don't think I've seen enough from him. That was wild. It was just all went down. Injury, bad luck. Mr. Irrelevant, now the starter. And this is a story for those kids out there. You could be picked number three overall and get beat out by literally Mr. Irrelevant. And then beat out for the second slot by Sam Darnold. By another first round pick you can't beat out. Like. Tough. It's a. Tough. It's just, it sucks for Trey Lance because he. I hope he can recover mentally from this because that's going to be the biggest thing. Can he regain confidence in himself as a player to reach his his potential? He sounded well. I never heard him talk before. He's been yeah. just quiet. Just I'm just get to work. I don't know if he's good or not, but I know he's been professional about it. Yeah, not causing drama. He could have completely made this awkward for the Niners totally. two years ago or last year. Like handled like a champ. Yeah, just. Who knows what they're telling him because they kept telling us that he might be the starter. If they ever told him that, then he has every right to be pissed because they never viewed him as a starter. Remember, this is the same team that had Jimmy G on the training block or whatever and made him mm. practice by himself. I remember field. that. Jeez. They just handle quarterbacks. Shanahan. Yeah. Shanahan's a great coach, but I don't know if he, he has a this. thing with quarterbacks. Yeah. Although Purdy looked pretty. Look pretty uh, Purdy looked pretty good. Purdy looked good in yeah. his preseason game. He did look good. He did look uh, good. looked sharp, looked confident. Elbow looked nice and healthy. That team is just stacked with talent. So yeah, so so they'll move on here. Purdy is the guy. Darnold's the backup, and um, they'll be really good this year. Now let's go to the team he was traded to, the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Team that never lacks headlines. Yeah. Um, per usual, Jerry Jones hit the mic uh, <laughs> to to be the voice and face of his organization. Obviously, as he is, and this is what he said about uh, trading for. Quarterback Trey Lance. See if this works. I think, uh, had we been able to Let's start it again. That volume was crap. All right. Here's what he said. Here's what he said, actually. I think, uh, had we been able to uh, draft him when next year is holding. That's not good enough. I'm going all the way up, Ange. Here we go. Uh, I think, uh, had we been able to uh, draft him when next year is holding. Uh, uh, the kind of talent he was in this draft, like I just told you two years ago, we were looking at the uh, Philadelphia quarterback. I'm not going to call him names, but looking at him, uh, had he fallen to us there? We <laughs> That's hilarious. We all know you're talking about Jalen Hurts. Just say the damn name, dude. We've drafted him. Uh, it is our plan when we can, but it very seldom happens to have someone of a, of a, a high enough quality uh, to be there at the right place with our draft pick. So, so he's saying a lot there. Um, is he? What jumps out to me? Well, yeah, he's saying a lot yeah. of words there. Um, but what I took away from it is that are they constantly looking to re- replace Dak Prescott? You're looking at Jalen Hurts. That was after you signed him to this big money deal. Now you go trade for Trey Lance. And Dak, Dak Prescott has one year. Jerry, it's not the same either. You draft a quarterback in the first round. You have five year, four years. If you're, you have two years with this guy. Yeah. By the way, you have two years with Dak Prescott. So how are you going to figure out what do, you have, what do you have with Trey Lance if you already have a guy who you can't trade or cut and you're not going to bench for that money? Yeah, let's get into that first. So we'll, we'll talk about Dak in a second. Yeah. But important point that you brought up is that they're, unless Dak gets benched or injured, they're not going to be able to see Trey Lance in an NFL game 
before having to pay him. He he comes off the comes off in twenty twenty four. Yeah, not he, to mention he's not a cheap backup next year. That's five million guaranteed in the quarterback room, and he has to be your backup. Um, and then you're gonna have to decide whether or not to pay him solely based on what you've seen in practice. Um, that's just a tough position to put your entire organization in. It's a tough position to put Dak in. And once again, Trey Lance enters that awkward quarterback room. Yeah. I don't love this as a landing spot for Trey Lance. I wish – I don't even care that he's not going to be the starter right away. I, I just – I don't trust any quarterback in the hands of Mike McCarthy. That's never – Yeah. Show me where that's gone well. Um, Kellen Moore no longer there. It would be way more exciting if he was there. Um, and now he's going to be right back in the drama. Now the drama of the Dallas Cowboys. And for a fourth, that's a significant pick. Yeah. Like you want that's something that could turn into something. There's yeah. a lot of fourth round picks in in the NFL right now. Yeah. That's why if you went to like the Vikings, like, okay, I could see the path. Right. Because it's last year, next year is is his team. Or, you know, an older quarterback who's you know, whatever. This is the Rams. Yeah. Dak's still in his prime, basically. He's 30, 31. 30 he, he's not old. I think he, he's 30, yeah. He's not like him 36 years. This is just weird. Yeah. I'm sure Cowboy fans are immensely thankful and like happy that they're in their headlines again yeah i just don't know how this works yeah what do you, or do, are you gonna see him yeah what do you do with trey do you have the 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 coaching there to develop this kid uh to tap into potential we've seen and how are you going to manage things now with dak because a bad game what if he has those three picks in one game right because that the cowboys are the cowboys turn on dak so easy they're ready to bench dak last year for homeboy what's his name the guy who started a couple games from last year ah uh, what's his name it's going to kill me. Can you look that up? Yeah. But they were ready to bench him last year for this guy because he had a couple of solid games. I, I remember the Ben DiNucci hype. I mean, like, they're, they're so ready to move on from Dak sometimes. Like, they'll, they'll kind of, like, talk about him. But I just feel like this is a, such a bad – and I like Dak Prescott. I think he's a good quarterback. I love his mobility. Um, I love his playmaking. I love his upside. Just a couple of years ago, he was one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And now here he is with a, a prodigy breathing down his neck. Do you have that name? Cooper Rush? Cooper Rush. Yeah. Remember the Cooper Rush hype? Yeah. Should we, should we bring Dak back in or stay with Cooper Rush? Rush is looking good. Shut up. It's, it's, it's just, <laughs> I hope Dak leaves. Please leave. You're not going to bench someone because what they've done with Dak's contract is they did that like, we're going we're gonna to restructure it and push it down. Owed $59 million next year. And it's, it's $61 million dead cap if you trade him or cut him. You can't, even if you trade him, you have to pay that. You have to play him. No matter how he's playing, you, you have to pay him. You don't bench that. If you do, your investment is terrible. Yeah. It's just it's I don't like this move for the Cowboys. I get it. I get the I get that you look back at your draft notes and you had a high grade on this guy, as everyone did. He was a number three pick yeah. in the in the draft. Fascinating player. Um but I just don't know what your plan is here. You have to you would have to bench Dak just straight up. Like we're gonna bench him. It's the only way you get look at him in, in the in the yeah. real game. Yeah. Or if say they have a playoff spot clinched, like like a week sixteen or seventeen or you know, seventeen, like yeah. have a game. We'll see what you have. But that's not gonna be a real game because it's if you're not playing Dak, you're not playing your starters. It's I don't know where this outcome ends. Either you're gonna lose Dak or lose Trey Lance for nothing. Yeah, this this uh, Cowboys front office. I want to be fair because listen, I'm an Eagle fan. I get it. I have a built-in skepticism toward the Cowboys. I don't like Jerry Jones. I do like Dak. I love Ceedee Lamb. Yeah. Um, I love Stephon Gilmore. Like I, I I'm a football fan first, but. Yeah. This this um, front office is so to me up and down. Yeah, they do some real head scratching things. The Zeke contract, how they handled it, the number they gave him, questionable. Obviously, turned out not so great. Yeah, um, I think they pr- should probably sign Tony Pollard long term. 
And then the whole Dak contract. That the was a contract. Yeah. Just putting him in that position after he had showed out. You know? And now taking away Kellen Moore from Dak. Now he, you know, he, he went to another level with Kellen Moore. Yep. And now you need to hang it on someone. You're not going to hang it on Big Mike. So you ship Kellen Moore out of town. It's just... But yet, they made a great trade for Stephon Gilmore. That's a fantastic trade. I think the Brandon Cooks acquisition is huge. Yeah. They do some great things. Like, it's not a bad front office. They just do some head-scratching things, and it seems like Jerry Jones is at the center of those. It seems like there's a, we're going to do this because of this stat and this stat, mm-hmm. and then there's another side where we're going to do it just because I feel like doing this. Mm. So I, have, I, have, I have a gut feeling he might work out. That's Mr. Jerry Jones. Like, the Gilmore and Cooks things, what you do to, to this kind, you add these veterans to a team that's yeah. already good yeah. to see if that's the cherry on top. But then I, what you bring now, Trey Lance-wise, is a distraction. You bring something that might distract you from the ultimate goal in winning a championship. Also, not a value as not a great value as a, uh, a backup. If that goes down, do you really want to bring? And you're a contender. Do you really want to bring in Trey Lance? Uh, and if he is he ready for that? You and don't know. This is the guy. If he performs well, what the hell are you doing now? What if Trey Lance is better than Dak than than Dak Prescott? They're like, there's two sides of this coin. If he's good, well, I personally think they're ready to move on from Dak. I think they're. I think they're ready to move on from. Why'd you sign him? Well, I think I think you had to sign him at the point at the when they did. Yeah, um, I think you should keep him. I think he's a good quarterback. I think the grass is not always greener. Go ask some of these teams who are just searching. Go ask the Falcons. Uh, go ask the 49ers who are just searching for a guy. Um, but I don't know. I don't like this for Dak. I don't like this for Trey Lance. I, I don't like this for the Cowboys. You know, like I'm. It's a distraction. Yeah, distraction. I don't think that's the guy you want to turn to if it's a if it's a playoff team. I, I just I don't get this move, but. Jerry Jones said, I was not going to let them off the phone until we had a deal done. Oh boy, Jerry. <laughs> you got him, man. You won. What is interesting about this trade, though, is the other teams that were interested. Yep. You see, you hear about that? Yeah, I did. The Bills? Backup. Quality backup. Yeah. There's no competition there. Mm-mm. Just backups. Uh, I believe the other one was the, I want to say the Rams? It wasn't the Rams. The Rams? I think it was the Rams. That, um, that, would, that would make sense? That would make sense. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, this, there's some, there was some, uh, some interest but the story is, or the consensus story is that the Cowboys just came in and outbid everyone. Also, yeah, you don't know. They could might offer, like, we'll give you a six-round pick, right. which is a lot less risky. Like, ooh, whatever. That's not, I mean, they do turn out to be sometimes stars, but not all the time. Right. Um, yeah, and then maybe Jerry just came in there, like, look, look buddy, I'll give you a fourth-rounder right now. I'll, <laughs> I'll try to be yeah, right now. You got it. That's it, southern. It, it's on the table, yeah. Texas okay. draw. Okay. Give me Trey. Okay, give me, right. I want give me Trey. Fourth is yours. Fourth source. Four. Hey, fourth source. <laughs> take, take, take a suite at Jerry World. <laughs> that was a terrible accent. They, now they got, now they got Trey Lance in there. I don't know what the hell is he doing this? Jeez, they, they're gonna bring Carson next. Why not? Let's just, Why let's not? just, let's make it a bring Carson, Josh make, McCown. What are you doing? Let's just, <laughs> Phil Rivers. Hey, 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 uh, you between pregnancies? Hey, uh, Favre, 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 what are you doing, Favre? What's got going on? You in jail? You in jail? You Hey man, I could I, I could pull some strings with you, dog. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I mean, we'll see what happens with we'll them. See. Hopefully, it's not a story. Hopefully, they let, this, they let this kid develop, and this, and maybe they do. Maybe we eat our words, and they find a smooth way to work this out. It seems like they put themselves in a position where they're going to need to be super elite in their leadership of handling players. And in the recent history, we haven't seen that being the, the case. only way this works is that you let Dak play out, and you just let Dak walk, or you trade him, yeah. or something. And you just believe in Trey. Then you sign Trey to a one-year deal. Yeah. And draft the quarterback and say, we're going to have a competition between this quarterback mm-hmm. and Trey Lance. And that's the only way. But then that means you have to invest in another quarterback, 
What if he's yeah. good? It's just you also got to hope Trey wants to stay there. Yeah. What if he just says like I didn't play in Dallas? Why I don't want to stay yeah. here? He has no connection to Dallas. Like other than other than that, Dallas traded for him. Yeah, that's the only connection. They gave him a vote, and of they liked him. Yeah, I'm sure every team liked Trey Lance in the draft. Yeah, yeah. We'll see how that works out. Another young quarterback getting ready to make his uh, debut as a starting quarterback, Jordan Love. Let me read to you his preseason stats. QB rating of one point nine, one hundred nine point seven. Good. Uh, he went 21 for 33 for 225 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, a 63% percent, uh, completion percentage and about six yards per attempt. Is this real? I would like to see the yards per attempt go up a little bit. Yeah. Six yards is pretty, much. pretty but safe. But they started him pretty safe. Yeah. They kind of let loose in recent games. What's your, what's your level of confidence? One to ten? No, nah, no, it's not like that. What's your level of confidence? Riddler to Mahomes in Mr. Jordan Love. Where's he land? How, how, how do I um, pick, a, pick a comparable quarterback? I'm saying okay. If he works out, yeah, and thing goes well, I think he's very comparable to like a Brock Purdy. Really? Just because he's not gonna be asked to do a lot, he's yeah. gonna be manage the game. Yeah, they're not gonna give him. If they do, I just, maybe, maybe not. Packer maybe fans not, are gonna kill you. Maybe like Kirk Cousins. No, that's too high. Hey, you know, Jared Goff. Jared Goff. There you really? go. Really? Jared Goff. That's the highest you see him going. 30 huh? tu- This year. This year. Okay. 25, 30 touchdowns. We'll see. Did I, you see him tuck it a couple times? We just, I, there's not enough to go on still. Yeah. We see him good this year. We've That's also, a fair point. We've also seen him bad. So we don't. A couple years ago now. We don't really know. Yeah. I don't see that because, like, these are NFL starters. So yeah. he, if he's an NFL starter, Packers are like, okay, good. Now let's build on that. That, to be fair, that was kind of your take at the beginning of this offseason or at the beginning of this show um, that there was just, it was just inconclusive, not enough information. And to be fair, we only have a couple preseason games since that. A couple drives. So there's not, yeah. So These yeah. are the scripted drives. Right. So yeah. that's a fair point. Got to see it. Um, but Angels take, all you Packer fans, slide in the DMs how you feel about that. Brock Purdy is a ceiling. This year. <laughs> Could be better. If, if I'm wrong, I won't be mad. I'm a fan of Jordan Love. Let's move on here to our final story, and a huge story. Josh Jacobs tweets, I'm back. With a little purple demon emoji. Yeah. Josh Jacobs is back. The Raiders and star uh, running back Josh Jacobs have agreed to terms on an upgraded one-year deal worth up to $12 million per Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network. Jacobs and his agent, Chad Westling, flew to Las Vegas this week to meet with team officials. Now the NFL rushing champ from last year is back. Josh Jacobs, no preseason, but he'll be there for week one. Yeah. The NFL is better with Josh Jacobs, Josh Jacobs in it. Yeah. No doubt. He's a – if you watch him run, he runs so hard. He's so effective. He played good last year, and, and yeah. you want to see him get a long-term deal, but you are got to be on the player's side here. I'm glad you got paid, man. Glad this is a better yeah. version of the franchise tag. Yeah. There's some incentives here to do better, which he will probably because he's a good running back. Just got to stay healthy. I like yeah. this for him. And for you Raider fans in our DMs talking to us about how you told us. So. I didn't tell you. We literally said there's no news. How is this a positive? Yeah, we reported what we knew. He wasn't in the town. Ta- he wasn't in town. Can he fly back to Las Vegas? Absolutely, for sure. Yes, but he left. He wasn't in the facility. That's a thing. That's yeah. When your starting running back isn't in the same state that the that you're holding training camp, we got we got to talk about that. Yeah, sorry that it's not. Oh, you know it'll be fine. <clears throat> it ended up being fine. Yeah, but we've seen it the other way around. We've seen it where it did not turn out well. Right. We're seeing it where people hold out a whole year. That, Le'Veon that's Bell. That's very possible. We've seen this before. It's not some also, new thing. Also, Josh Jacobs' uh, uh, um, 
said he might do that. Yeah. He threatened to do that. So so it wasn't off the wall for us to say that. So what I'm trying to say is shut the hell up. Raider fans. I like Josh Jacobs. You know what? I Don't like turn the, me against him. I like the Raiders. Players. I yeah. hate the Raiders. You hate Josh Josh uh, McDaniels, though. Yeah. He's on my... Yeah, he's on my... Uh, he's burn, up there. He's on my burn, mm-hmm. burn list. Mm-hmm. What's that thing from... Um, I don't know what you're referencing. Lindsay Lohan you, movie. Oh, wow. The Jeez. Burn Book. We burn were, Book. We were so off. I was thinking Game of Thrones. No, no. Uh, he's in my Burn Book. Ari, I was thinking Arya's list. No. But he, you were thinking... Okay. He's in my Burn Book. Okay, yeah. Jo- I'm going to start doing that. My Burn Book is... is I like that. Josh Name number one, Josh McDaniels. Angel's Burn Book. Name Let's two, add to that every week. Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah. Burn Book. Burn Anyways, book. either way. Gotcha. I like Devontae Adams. I like Josh Jacobs. I like Jimmy G, okay? I love Crosby. Max Crosby, Crosby. his story is amazing. If you don't know a story, look it up. He's yeah. a phenomenal story about overcoming so much. I just he is a dog on the field. Raider fans are sometimes he's ra- so good, whatever. But um, I hope he comes back, and I hope they don't burn him out this year. To where next year he's just absolutely done. He might be. They might yeah. give him another three hundred fifty touches, and yeah. So, that, so yeah. So I was gonna go there next. So we did the positive. So yeah. you Raider fans could shut up. Yeah, we like the guy. Yeah. But now let's be. Let's give some real. Let some real. Some real context to this. He got absurd usage last year. Very a lot. A lot. At the running back position. Not to mention his running style is so violent. He runs so hard. That's why he is who he is. Not not knocking him at all. That's why he misses so many games. Right. He misses so many games. He's seemingly always banged up. And I am just, I refuse to forget that he was not elite until his contract year. I'm just not going to forget that. That's just the truth. He was the rushing champ. So you see the ceiling. Let me list you off. Go ahead. List off. Okay. Rookie year, uh, 1,100 yards, seven touchdowns. Solid. 242 touches. 242 is pretty good. A lot of touches, yeah. Sophomore year, 273 touches, Mm. 1,000 yards, 12 touchdowns. Pretty good. The next year, 217, 872, and nine touchdowns. Did not play the whole season. So the highest at that point was 1,100 yards. Yeah. This last year, 340 attempts rushing. Yeah. That is not counting his catches. Yeah. Which he had over 50. Yeah. 1,600 yards and 12 touchdowns. He's, He's not hurt last. a lot. It, look, I, Derrick Henry has proven you can do this and yeah. be relevant. So I wish he, I, I wish that he, I'm hoping he, he does. It's a little worried that they might run him in the ground because, like, you're winning your contract. We're going to run you. Your career needs to last longer than one year. Be effective, but also protect, like, guard yourself. Yeah. And yeah, I'm, I, I hope he doesn't get burned out in L.A. or in, LA, in Las Vegas and goes to their team. He's comp- there's no gas left. Yeah. So he gets a couple more million added to his contract. Yeah. Incentives. 12. Yeah. I think he ends up one more million above what Saquon got. This is, yeah. And so he got he got some money. It's paying. Um, but it's a one-year deal. Next year, same thing. I doubt they tag him again. Yeah. He probably walks next year. Yeah. Um, but they are going to run him into the ground. And listen, fantasy-wise, I think he's a good running back. If you got him. Please hear what I'm saying. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> he got over a hundred more touches last year, and had his his ceiling year. Yeah, and I, I'm going to make this prediction. All right, I'm going to do a lot of predictions on this show. Here we go. If he gets another 340 carries, he's going to be out of the league within three years. You're not. He can't last. Hopefully, he does. But I can see that people look at Todd. Some running backs. You think, oh, they're going to be in the league a long time, and like they get hurt two years later. Out of the league. That can be a steep cliff. Yeah, it's especially. And I am not wishing it on the guy. No, I I want him to play. I don't want to put the Raiders in. I want him to go somewhere else where he can. Yeah, I just want to go somewhere else. I just like they the need to. They need to keep him fresh. If they 
if they were interested in being a playoff team, you don't run the guy into the ground. Yeah. Th- there was a mirror wide in there. You, you spent a third-round pick on a guy you just didn't use last year. Yeah. So that makes no sense. So give him some carries. Yeah. Take the load off Josh Jacobs. You add it to your wide receiver core with Jacoby Myers. Throw the ball a little bit. And um, we want to see Josh Jacobs have a great year. And I, I want to see him out of last I year. I want to see him have a great year and then go somewhere next year and get paid. Yeah. That's a – even if even, it's in Las Vegas. Yeah. Just – he needs to get paid. He's, even if it's just the Miles Sanders contract from this year. Just get a long-term deal where you have <clears> security. We're like, I'm the guy here. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll see. Anyways, that's a Josh Jacobs news. We're going to take a quick break, but – Right after the break, we are so, so pumped to be welcoming, for the first time, Whoa. onto the bench. On, yeah. Onto the bench, because yeah. we are benched with are the Tovar brothers. Uh, Mr. Danny Padretti, the Paisano from Chicago, covering the Chicago Bears, the team that's been in the headlines this, this uh, offseason. I don't know if you've heard about them. They've I don't know, yeah. yeah they've, they've, Justin Fields. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He might, been, Moore, he, he yeah, might yeah, be yeah. a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, DJ Moore had another big catch, by the way. He, yeah, we'll talk about that after. We're going to talk about it all with Mr. Danny Pedretti. Yep. Uh, the owner, founder, CEO. Chairman. Chairman. Captain. Of at bears.hub. Go check him out on Instagram. Great page. If you like the Bears, if you like football, if you want to follow this Bears team as they hopefully are ascending here, yep. uh, follow this man. We will interview with him next. Okay, we are back, and I am super freaking pumped. This is kind of cool. About what we're about to do. We've yeah. been waiting this happen. Honestly, the tech has kicked our ass. Yeah. Let's be yeah. honest. A lot we of... We don't know what the hell we're doing. A lot of YouTube videos while we're doing stuff. But on the phone right now <laughs> is a true paisano. Paisano. Originally from Chicago. Hey, keep... what The thin crust, I'll keep it. I'm from Chicago. <laughs> Thickest piece of note I'm, I'm from Chicago. Yeah, yeah, I hope yeah, he's yeah. okay with us saying all yeah, this. Yeah, I don't Mr. Know. Danny Pendretti of Bears.hub on Instagram. Look him up at Bears.hub. If I said that wrong, Danny, how you doing, brother? Hey, man, welcome. Welcome. Everyone to the show. Uh, <laughs> you're running money. It's good to be with you guys. Let's get it. Yes, sir. How you doing, man? How is it? Uh, so you're not in Chicago. Where do you actually live? I live in New Jersey. I'm on the East Coast now. Oh, Jersey. Oh, Jersey. Jersey. We know about Jersey. What a downgrade from Chicago, man. Oh, that's, yeah. that's tough. <laughs> hey, I don't want to lose any followers here, but We're like to... <laughs> the, the armpit of New York is what I heard. <laughs> oh, is that what they call it? <laughs> no, we actually, we actually, we've spent some time in Jersey, in South Jersey, in the Berlin area. I'm actually an Eagles fan, and so that was a, it was a dream to live right there because that's, that's Eagles country, brother. Oh, South Jersey's a big time t- Armpit of Philly. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, pretty shit, pretty good, pretty good. So Jersey has getting it from both ways, from from New York Damn. and Philly. Yikes! So tell us, man, tell us about the page. When did you start it? How did you get into it? Your Bears fandom. Uh, tell us who you are, Mister Danny Pendretti. Man, I've, I've been a Bears fan my whole life. I'm going on year nine of running uh, the fan page on Instagram. So nine years. You know, that's what I do. Absolutely, yeah. It's a great time. It's been since like January 2014. So. I just have fun with it, just like you guys do on this show, you know? Cool. So you've seen – so nine years of follow, of running the page. Oh, man. And I guess just a lifetime of following the Bears. Am I right? So you, Absolutely, My man. guy, so your lifetime – if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? I am 21. 21. So you haven't had a lot to root for with the Bears, to be honest. Like, as far as – you had a lot to it, root for. I'm saying, like, you haven't had a lot of great teams to root for. Like the like the people before you, I'm saying, because the storied franchise, the Bears, eighty five Bears, that's, that's that's the classic, you know, Bears team. Yeah, man. We the, as the year goes on, we get further and further from that. Unfortunately, it's yeah. been uh been a long been a long time. <laughs> it's been a long time, but let me tell you, Danny, 
The Bears are fucking back, bro. Yeah, they're, I don't know if you've noticed. The Bears are back. I don't know how much you've seen of this show, but we are a pro-Bears show. We're pro-Justin Fields. Absolutely. Here. We yeah. believe in Justin Fields. We believe in the Holy Trinity, DJ Moore. Also, who would be the third in that thing? Khalil Herbert, why not? Khalil Herbert? Uh, eh. <laughs> I don't know if he's a third. It's not really cool, actually. I guess, I don't know. I guess it's good. Who would be the third in, in the Holy Trinity of the Bears? I'll give it to Khalil Herbert, you know? We okay. got some Chase Clay pool supporters out there. We got going off offense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, we'll see. So, okay, so let's take a broader view here to start. The 2023-2024 Bears. It's the hotness right now. We've been talking about it. Everyone's been talking about it. You have been with the fans, posting. I love, I love the page because you're so in it. You're so, you could tell you're watching pre, pre, uh, preseason shows. You're breaking down the roster. I'm sure you have ideas about who's going to make the cut, who's not. Tell us about this 2023 squad. What's the general expectation from a Bears fan? Oh, man. That's a loaded question, but I'll, I'll tell you what. I think the, the general expectation around this team, year two of the Iberflus era, that we can be respectable, take a substantial leap forward, even if not leaps and bounds ahead of where we were last year. I think that eight to nine wins feels within reach, which probably doesn't get you in the postseason, but it's still, you know, significant progress from going three and 14 in 2022. Right. And I think the main thing fans are looking towards is that week one matchup against Green Bay. You know, we've gotten whooped by them just year after year, you know, pretty much my entire life. Right. And I almost can't, I almost can't buy that this ship is going anywhere until I see us beat them. You know, with Aaron Rodgers finally gone, Games at Soldier Field, there's really no excuses for this regime not to be ready, especially if they want to separate themselves from past failed regimes and show fans that, you know, this is different. This is a different era, like you said. So a lot's riding on that game. I know Vegas, I think they got the Bears, you know, minus 2-5. We'll, we'll see about that. <laughs> we'll see about that. Okay, so, so yeah, in general, the whole roster, I think, has been improved in the offseason, right? And really it's all been improved, in my opinion, around one guy. And let's start with him, Mr. Justin Fields, in year three? Yes. Yeah. Three. Year three. Year three. Um, what are you expecting to see from Justin Fields this year? And I know that everyone has an opinion on this question. Um, in you know this off season, he is he is a, one of the main topics right up there with Aaron Rodgers and everything else going on. What do you think? What what do you what do you think is a realistic expectation of Justin Fields this year? I mean, obviously Fields gets you know a lot of buzz within Chicago media, but it's like you said, it feels like it's one of those national storylines. Everyone, you know always trying to be first. So who's, the, who's the next quarterback who's going to take the big step, break mm-hmm. out, you know, into that elite quarterback tier of all these young guns we got with, you know, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, you know, Lamar Jackson, all, you know, all these guys who seem to separate, take that leap year two, year three. I think Fields is better positioned at least to take a big leap forward this season. You know, you look towards that DJ Moore acquisition in the offseason with that big trade back from the first overall pick. You get Chase Claypool season to learn the offense you know having those guys line up on the outside take some pressure off Darnell Mooney you know having him as the number one guy was always a little unrealistic to me but as a third option you know from out the slot I think he can do a lot of damage um you look at Cole Komet at the tight end position and you know Fields has got an arsenal now it's not you know it's not a stress to say you know he's supported he's got plenty of playmakers you know you got the backfield we haven't even gotten to Khalil Herbert we got Roshan Johnson you know to compliment him this year it's looking good as far as weapons yeah I would say my concern Really off offensive line, you know, really? you got already banged up, unfortunately, with the preseason. You got Tevin Jenkins, the left guard, who's got, you know, both of his calves. You know, he's hurt, probably going to be out till October. You know, Jeez. that 10th overall pick, Darnell Wright at right tackle, who's been, you know, limping around. You got Nate Davis, the, the right guard, who's been, held, you know, held out of training camp pretty much all year. So, yeah. 
a lot a lot of concerns up front in the trenches, unfortunately. But it's nice to see it's starting to come together come together a little bit. And I'd like to see some more support up front for Fields. But right. you know, the Bears got the number one waiver priority. You know, as we see cuts, you know, all across the league come in the coming days and weeks. Great be, point. You know, geared towards week one. Absolutely. So I would look to see the Bears acquire, you know, maybe some veterans as we get the all the waiver wire yeah. action in the coming days. Because fingers crossed, because that unit's very banged up. But mm. as far as fields, like that's kind of how we're looking. We check the box with the playmakers. Now let's get them some blocking up front. Yeah, I think Angel had a. Yeah, what is your from scale of one to ten? What's your level of concern? And then another question: What's your level of confidence in this offensive line? I know because you kind of you broke it down of, right now. Yeah, yeah, you you, you kind of just just talked about it. But as an outsider looking in, for all these quarterbacks who elevate to another level, it starts with the offensive line, especially with these quarterbacks who want to distribute these. Uh, you know, football to three different playmakers are wide out and two different tight ends with with Robert with Robert Tony coming in, right? So, what's your confidence level in this offensive line? I'm gonna i I want to say I want to put it at a five. It, it really depends who's healthy, you know. Yeah. Wow. It, you know, if we if we go out there week one and Darnell Wright's not there, and you know, I, I, obviously Tevin Jenkins is going to be out. You got Brax, Braxton Jones at left tackle, you know. Going into year two, let's see what he can do with the full off season to get bigger, really, you know, refine refine his blocking a little bit. But I don't know if we got a full healthy starting five out there, I'd put it at about a five. But oh man, that's wow. Kevin Jenkins at left guard. Yeah, I was gonna I, have to, you know. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say I had much higher expectations for this line. I, I would have thought after this off season, but that's see, that's the national narrative in me is that I I don't know like a lot of these injuries. I didn't I didn't know that your line was so banged up. You, you having some angel? No, I just i I thought it was I thought the, I, I thought it was like a seven or seven or a six or seven. I like thought for sure, just because of the I like Cody Wire. Cody Wire has been one of the most Wait, underrated hold on, hold centers. What? Dan, Danny, are you doing this thing? Are you underselling because you want it? You yeah, gonna, you know are you what? underselling your team, my guy? <laughs> because I, I mean, because you made some moves, and I thought this O line. I'm like, they fixed it. They fixed it. They brought in some guys. They brought in some vets. You think about Nate Davis? Didn't you bring in my? No, no, that was the. Uh, that was the you brought in my boy Sam Malo, didn't you? No, 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 that was the Steelers. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah, never mind. Yeah. Um, but you're telling me there's some injuries and there's some real concern here, and you're you're you where you put him at a five. That's crazy. Well, you know, I'd like to. It's weird because you know our GM Ryan Poles, he's he's a former offensive lineman, so it, it's been weird to see a, a lack of investment up front compared to some other positions. Like I said, I feel like Fields is more supported on the outside. He's got yeah. better weapons, but you know this offensive line, obviously, like I said, some bad luck with injuries. It's certainly a step up from last year if everyone's healthy. But when oh. a couple guys are going down already, you know, we're not even a week one yet. I look, you know, I see Green Bay. Someone's got a block, you know, Rashawn Gary. Yeah. Just, yeah, absolutely. You yeah. know, we got to see to believe it. And, you know, Fields is – obviously he can move around a lot. He's a mobile quarterback. But we'll, we'll see how – we'll see what happens, you know. It's, yeah. You got to see it to believe it with that unit is what I would say right now. And, you know, hopefully we see that they're much improved. But yeah. – you know, we've talked a lot about offense. What's the defense? I've never heard – I've heard all offseason anyone talk about this Bears defense. I know you have some nice cornerbacks, and you just signed linebackers as many as, as, you, could, as you could sign. What's, what's this defense looking like? I know – I think uh, you guys have, what, just brought in uh, pass rusher um, – the uh, uh, the veteran right uh, Ngakwe you guys just 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 brought, brought yeah Ngakwe yeah, yeah yeah what's your level of confidence on the defensive side and what's the general vibe on that on that side of the ball so yeah you mentioned the linebackers they signed uh, TJ Edwards from Philadelphia yeah. uh, back in March they signed Tremaine Edwards from Buffalo as well you pair that with uh, Jack Sanborn coming back they're an undrafted rookie free agent uh, in 2022 and 
Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Overall, I think the Bears have a very nice back seven, but just like with the offense, the concern right now is up front in the trenches. Yeah. I mean, you could argue that the defensive line was certainly one of the worst in the league last year. I mean, the Bears had the worst record for a reason. Uh, you know, you, you got Ngakwe out there, but prior to that, we really had no true playmakers at the pass rushing position. You got a lot of budget free agents filling in the interior, like the Marcus Walker, Andrew Billings. So, so we'll, we'll have to see where that goes. No true difference makers in the trenches, but on that side of the ball, hopefully, hopefully the, the investment in the back seven can kind of offset that if these linemen up front get the ball run down their throat. Uh, you know, hopefully a Tremaine Edmonds or a Jack Sanborn can consistently plug those lanes. But right, yeah. I got to say, you know, something that Poles has put a lot of time and energy into is reinforcing the secondary. Yeah. You know, you got Tyreek Stevenson, a second-round pick, looking like he's going to be he looks good. the other cornerback. He looks good. Yeah, it's exciting. He's a playmaker on the outside. You know, pair him with Jalen Johnson. And then, yep. you, of course, you have the veteran veteran presence in Eddie Jackson back at safety. Uh, <laughs> you got um, second-round pick in year two and Jaquan Brisker out of, you know, Penn State. Love him. Coming back. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. the defense, it, it kind of feels like, you know, Poles wants us to buy into that classic three-year rebuild and – Hopefully with another offseason, this team can really come together. But yeah, right. that's kind of, you know, there's still a couple position groups. You know, the, the O-line, the D-line, you know, the Bears need to get better in the trenches. Yeah, okay. It could Let's, it could be enough this year. Yeah. Let's talk about polls. Let's take a step back. The architect of this team, uh, the roster, how many years has he been in, in Chicago now? A couple, not Less than five. Ryan Poles, this will be, uh, he's only had two full offseasons. Two full offseasons. He's done a lot. Um, but now you've seen him now give out some pretty hefty contracts. You've seen him handle this Justin Fields situation, which I think he's handled very well. How, what's the level of confidence in, in polls? Because part of the Bears' story is that they've been very frustrated with the management, with how the team has been run. And so now here's polls. And so what's, what's, what's your kind of thoughts on him? And as you deal with fans on your page, how are the fans feeling about him? I think the general consensus is there's optimism, absolutely. Good. Like I said, um, as I mentioned, you know, at the beginning, eight to nine wins kind of feels within range this year. And, you know, I think Poles wants us fans, you know, he said in his introductory press conference, you know, three years is usually the timeline for just a full scale rebuild like yeah. the Bears had to see at the end of the end of the Ryan Pace era. So yeah. I don't think there's any excuse not to be a perennial playoff team, at least starting in twenty twenty four. You know, this year is he's got a little leeway still, but you know, obviously, I think he's kind of neglected, you know, the needs up front on offense and defense. But, you know, it was a full-scale rebuild. You know, you see the secondary's been built. They've got some weapons for field. So, the Bears are definitely one offseason away before I think we'll truly see a verdict on Ryan Poles. Okay. Yeah, it feels like you like he's done a good job, in my opinion, of, of getting some pillars in place. I think of those two veteran linebackers. Uh, the secondary, I have such high hope for. I think there's so much talent back there. And they're young. They're and, young yeah, side. they're young. Yeah. And then you got Fields, who's, who's very young and just growing immensely so yeah. far, what we've seen. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, oh. What's so funny about that? You, you have some kind of sexual innuendo? innuendo no, I, I didn't. I just gave you a look. You, get, you gave me the sexual sex. innuendo. I'm just look. growing immensely. Let me tell you right now, this guy's, a, this guy's an animal sometimes. I could say the most simple things, and he just, in his, in his disgusting mind. All I do is react to what is said. I am not, I, I don't. I don't back, back to back to football here. Okay, back to football. Um, he he's he's done some some big things that I I, I don't know I I kind of believe in the guy. Um, yeah, I feel I I think he's the most bet. I can I think because his his uh, his odds to win MVP are so good. People are putting all their money in Justin Fields right now. I might put some. I I, I don't, don't I don't yeah I don't think it's likely, but I think his odds are such a good bet. 
It should. Are we are we too high in Justin Fields that he could be MVP? Like, what what's his ceiling here for you? I mean, you know, people like to, like I said, people like to, you know, be early to the, say it, bro, the say quarterbacks it. and just next big it. thing. Say it, say it, you, just just say it. You see the year three leaps. You see it with Josh Allen. <laughs> you, you, you saw it with you saw it with Jalen Hurts last off season. Yep. Or last at last NFL season, you saw yep. Jalen Hurts take that leap in year three. Naturally, everyone that's what people want for Fields around Chicago. You know, people are desperate. For you know the, the franchise savior, you know, yeah. It will it happen? You know, we're, we're going to find out. At this point, all we can do is watch. But obviously, you know, yeah. you look at Fields, you've seen the flashes, you see the talent. Hopefully, with some you know some better pieces around him, it can happen. You know, yeah. You got to be- take it to Vegas. I don't know. I'm not a gambler, <laughs> but <laughs> you got to believe that with the quarterbacks you've seen pass through, most recently Mitch Trubisky, oh. those guys. Um, so far, it's gone the best with Fields. There's the most reason for optimism with Fields. We were actually in Philly for the draft when the Bears took Trubisky. We were there for it when they took Trubisky. We were there for it when Mahomes. And it was a, it was a shock even then. When we it were was in wild. There. Yeah, it was, you know. And yeah. so I get, yeah, I get, I get the optimism with Fields. Mitch. Yeah, <laughs> he went with Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes, right? Or, yeah. No, 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 not Watson. Not Watson. It was uh, Mahomes, and who was number one overall that year? Wasn't Mitch? It was Miles Garrett was number one. Uh, oh, yeah. Mitch was two, but yeah. Watson was in that draft class, though. So yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. Um, okay, so let me ask you. Let me ask you a couple questions here. Um, the first is this. So I'm an Eagles fan. I lived through the whole Hurts thing. I wasn't a believer in Hurts. It like it, I was a big Carson Wentz guy, and so when Hurts um, had the season, he was okay. And then they bring in AJ Brown, and I hear about this leap. And like you're like uh, Fields is getting comparisons to Hurts. Uh, Hurts was getting comparisons to Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills. And I think of this situation now that Fields is in. And although Hurts got one guy, A.J. Brown, I look at Justin Fields and I think he didn't just get one guy. He got one guy, D.J. Moore, who we've seen is going to – the yak that guy is capable of is incredible. He can also he's, – he's such a complete receiver. He could also burn you down the field. Yep. But he, it feels like he's bringing in a bunch of guys at once. Chase Claypool's getting a full offseason, like you mentioned. You get Darnell Mooney back. You bring in DJ Moore. Rob Tanyan, is he is he gonna make the team? Is he gonna be he's gonna be part of this this arsenal, right? Right there with Komet? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And although you lose Montgomery, you got Herbert, you bring in Roshan Johnson, and you bring in the big man Dante Foreman, it feels like he didn't just get one guy. He got a host of weapons compared to last year. This is what you it's do. day and night. Yeah, this is yeah. So I guess my, my question is like with with the host of weapons, um, do you think he's ready to handle that? Do you think he's ready to orchestrate? Because last year was Justin, go be Justin. Go be an amazing athlete. Go make things happen. But now it's like, hey, go manage an offense with all these weapons. Yeah. Do you think he's there in his development? I think if Justin Field is the guy, we will find out for certain this year. Yeah. I think it's like you said. I mean, you compare, um, obviously, you know, a whole arsenal of weapons. It wasn't just one guy. You know, the easy comparison to make is Jalen Hurst guy, A.J. Brown. Yeah. Josh Allen got Stephon Diggs, and now Justin Fields has DJ Moore. I don't know if DJ Moore is quite as established as those, you know, two were upon being acquired. But DJ Moore's never had a quarterback like Justin Fields. True, and you know he's been a, you know, he's had a very, you know, amazing start to his career. You know, four seasons in Carolina, I believe it was. So let's see what he can do when he has a guy like Fields, and let's see what a guy like Fields can do when he has DJ Moore. I think they'll complement each other's games very well, and yeah, you know, hopefully it gets helps this offense take off. Um, talk about. What I'm interested in is no, no one's talking about Darnell Mooney. I think Darnell Mooney is a hell of a receiver, and I think he is the biggest impact, I think, that A.J. Brown had that offense is Devonta Smith slotting into that number two and what that meant for the offense as a whole. 
Now I, th- I see Darnell Moon doing the same thing. Him now slotting into that number two with DJ Moore as that, as that one receiver. What do you see from Darnell Mooney this year? Like, what, like what, what, what role does he play in this offense? It's like you said, Darnell Mooney, he's got someone, you know, to take the pressure off of him. I, I don't envision – I never saw Mooney as the number one guy last year. Mm-hmm. I know Bears fans are really trying to push that. I always thought that was a stretch. But like you said, you know, with the guy to take, off, take the pressure off of him, there's, no, there's going to be no double coverage on Darnell Mooney anymore. All eyes are going to be on DJ Moore, especially yeah. with the incredible preseason he's having. You know, that's the wide receiver everyone's going to be game planning for. So it, it takes a huge weight off of Mooney's shoulders. Yeah. You know, Justin Fields and him are close. They've had – they're going on year three of working together. You know, the, the sky's the limit for him as, as a number two. You know, him and Claypool will probably go, you know, they'll be in the same range. But th- there's no nothing holding back Darnell Mooney anymore. You know, he can yeah. play, you know, in the slot, which I think is where, you know, his best game is. So we'll, Do you? we'll see what works out for him. Claypool too. Claypool is not some random. He's a size, uh, size speed kind of guy. He's six four. He's two, a freak athlete. He's a yeah. freak athlete. Just if you can just fix him even a little bit, can he be a third option? How do we can, fix him? Like what? What? What does that look like? How? How have the? Let me ask you this. How have you've seen the preseason? You've seen you. You followed the camp. I'm guessing. How have they used Claypool like so far? Like what? What does it look like with him? You know, we haven't seen much of Claypool. You know, out there in the preseason, but. Reports out of camp, you know, have been largely positive. You know, a lot of Bears fans have been a little impatient with Chase Claypool. I think, you know, we didn't get the return on our investment, you know, at the trade deadline, second round pick, shipped it off, you know, to Pittsburgh. And that pick ended up being 32 overall. So I think a lot of fans were, he had that, you know, obviously not uh, Claypool's fault, but he had that working against him. I think fans wanted to see more like immediate return on that investment. And, you you know, you could argue it was a a rookie move by Ryan Poles, you know, kind of, you know, panic trading at the deadline but you know now he's in the contract year let's see what he can do kind of similar to moon you got mooney and you got chase claypool both in contract years mm. you know both both got to put their best foot forward and they have you know a guy like dj moore take the pressure off of them there's really you know just the more we talk about it you know purely the passing attack there's no excuses for the bears to not make immense progress this season yeah um do you have anything i have one more question no no I, I'm... so so i want to know about this backfield number it's a kind of a two-part question Number one, who the hell do I get in fantasy? Yep. Uh, who, who's going to get the ball? Who's that lead back? Number two, are you guys going to bring Jonathan Taylor to town? <laughs> Oof. I'll, I'll start with Jonathan Taylor. I would be <laughs> shocked if that happened. Bro. Um, I don't think it. Bro, we're all moving back to Chicago. If Jonathan Taylor goes, something will be right back there in that <laughs> scene. Jesus. Yeah, I, that's that. Jonathan Taylor on the Bears team, that team would be fucking Awesome. What, what, what have you heard, Danny? Well, I, ge- the general consensus is that Taylor would be a, kind of an unnecessary acquisition. Obviously, it'd be exciting. You know, I, if Jonathan if Jonathan Taylor ends up in Chicago, I will absolutely talk myself into it, just just like ever any other fan would. You know, yeah. he's, an, he's an exciting player to watch. You know, very fantasy relevant, obviously. Right. I, I don't envision it happening. I think the Colts asking price is way too high. I don't see him getting moved at all. Maybe to Miami. Right. I, you know, I think if any team's going to trade for him, it would be the Dolphins. But I certainly don't envision that with the Bears. I think they feel pretty good about their one-two punch and you know Herbert and Johnson. And I don't know who who, who you should draft in fantasy. The Bears have one of those backfields this year. It's kind we of don't want to hear that, man. I want an answer right now. I have Herbert who? on my team, so I need you to say Herbert. Yeah, be I, honest. I, I need an answer, man. No, 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 no. I mean, but honestly, you you just kind of see it being split. I I, I see a. Uh, a committee for sure. I okay. see a committee approach. Absolutely. But, but I think Herbert will probably be 
the you know the one A early on in the season, and I would not close the door on Roshan, you know, taking the majority of the carries by wow. season's end. Wow. So, uh, okay, go ahead. this is a fun backfield because you have Foreman's proved that he could be a solid back. Yeah. He did good things last year, fantasy and in real life in, in in Carolina. And Herbert's always been the guy. Like, if he were to get all the carries, what would happen? We, he had he was behind David David Montgomery for what two years now, and you, you kind of didn't know what yeah. you had there. And then you see what happens with these other backs with Tony Pollard. Like, he turns out to be a very good back. You give him more touches, and if Herbert maybe he gets more touches. Maybe he turns out to be one of those backs. Very fun backfield to follow. So he mentioned David Montgomery. Now he was a to, in my I mean watching the Bears to me David Montgomery was sort of a tone setter. Yeah, he was kind of a spirit of the offense to me because he was that tough guy. He kind of did everything. He was a little bit of an Iron Man. Um, do you think the running game has taken a step at all back without him, or do you think this this running game in general? I'm not talking about one individual player, but this running game is going to be pretty much what it was last year, pretty dominant. You know, I'm, I have nothing but respect for David Montgomery. You know, he had – he was a very, you know, popular guy in the locker room. I, I don't I don't think he really moved the needle. I don't think – you know, I, I don't think, you know, the Bears front office is losing sleep over him going to, you know, Detroit. If you follow the money, you look at the contract he signed, I think it was like three years, $12 million. Big money. The, the, you know, obviously, yeah, the, the, the running back market is obviously very dry right now, but I, I don't see – I, I think the Bears' running game is in a good spot, yeah. if that's what you're asking. Rel- yeah. Relative to last season, I don't think the Bears are are going to miss him. Um, like I said, he's a solid Ooh. player, but I don't, I don't, you know, I don't think he's, I don't think he's, you know, in the upper echelon of elite running backs in this league. So like you like hate him then? That's what I'm going. Yeah, I don't know what you. I don't know what you, you heard, him. Ainge. I heard screw you, David. I heard like, hey, get the hell off my team. <laughs> go play for, I'm, I'm go playing, play I'm for playing. Detroit, dude. Go play oh, for the yeah, Lions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then he goes to the to the league to the to the division rival. Yeah, you know, that's a good backfield over there. I'm curious to see. We should have a little side bet who gets more yards total with running backs, the Bears back for the Lions back. Oof. That's that's Even there, I, he's going to be a second fiddle to Jameer Gibbs there. I, uh, I think they drafted that kid, what, 12th, 12th yeah, 12 overall? overall? I think right. he's wow. incredible. I, uh, yeah. Okay, last question. Thank you so much. You've been so gracious with your time. I know I told you 20 minutes. We're up over 30 now, so thank you so much, Danny. <laughs> welcome La- to the show. Yeah, welcome to the show. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, so last question here. Thank you for having me on. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Last question here, and let me, and then I want to hear a little bit about your page, how to follow you, all those different things. Um, this division, how's it going to shake out? Give me one through four. How does it end here? Man, you know the Lions seem to be like they, the Lions seem to be the favorite right now. It wow. feels hard. You know they had so much momentum at the end of the season. They were riding so much momentum. Um. You know, even though they didn't make the playoffs, it felt like it felt like that Week 18 win over Green Bay was like a playoff win. It even did. though you yeah. know that was you know that was an exciting game for me to watch. I, I yeah. was rooting for them all the way, but but it, it feels like it'll be between them and Green Bay, in my opinion. I I've seen too many you know incredible Green Bay teams to count them out. Um, I would say the Lions are probably the favorite right now. But it's tough. It's, you know, it, it obviously depends how Jordan Love does. Okay, so one, but, two, you got you got Lions. Minnesota's three so or where's four? Minnesota? I don't believe in Minnesota at all. If you look at oh, him, here we go. We found the Bears fan. It took us took us a little while, but we found uh, him. So so uh we're running out of time. But real quick, tell me what what, what about the Vikings are you are you not sold on? I mean, they won a lot of close games last year. What what was their point? I know they they were what, like it's very 12 true. And, Twelve and five or something, yeah. but they, they had like they still had a negative point differential. Right. You know? Yeah. Right. I, I think I think when you look at that, they're they're due for regression. I, I would say I'm gonna go one 
Detroit, two Green Bay, three Chicago, four Minnesota. Ooh, I like it. That's I like that's it. gonna yeah. kill my bet on Kirk Cousins being MVP. So I gotta I gotta maybe maybe readjust. <laughs> I'll have Kirk Cousins on my team. Yeah. <laughs> Danny's just killing my team uh, right now. Danny Boy just said, you know what? Fuck the Vikings. They'll be last. I don't even care if they go record. If you call him Danny Boy again, I'm gonna put my guy on a flight and have him kick your ass. <laughs> don't you ever dis don't you ever disrespect him like that. Yeah. Danny, tell us about your page. How can we follow you? All those different things. Are are you on multiple platforms? Do you stick to Instagram? Still just on Instagram at this okay. moment. But okay. over there, yeah. Bears.hub, you know, ramping up content as the season gets going and you know, just excited excited for another NFL season. You know, we're we're right there. So we're so close. Man. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be a good time. I think so too, man. Hopefully we get you back you on again as the season goes by. Yep. As this Bears season plays out. We love to talk to you as much as we can. And I'm gonna ask for a hard yes or no right now because you're on the spot. Put you on the spot, dude. Absolutely. And anytime, guys. Anytime. Love it. Thank brother. you for having me on. Hey, thank you so much for your time, man. Hey, let's get it up for Mr. Hey. Danny Pedretti. See you, Danny boy. Thank you, brother. Okay. Well, that's uh, that was a fun interview. It's a cool dude. That's a great guy. Local. Uh, I mean, born and born. Twenty-one. In young dog. Young. Young cat. Hey, well-spoken young man. Twenty-one. I was not doing that at all. Twenty-one. I was barely. I don't know what I was doing. I wasn't not yeah. doing positive things. I'll tell you that twenty one. Yeah, good. Yeah. Like, like he mentioned, like we mentioned several times in the show. Please go check out his page. Good Great guy. guy. Yeah. Good content. Most importantly. Yep. The guy knows he's talking about. If you heard his interview, hear him talk. He knows Bears football. Yeah. And we like him. And uh, is he connected from Chicago? Padretti. Padretti. Mm. He connected. I don't, I don't I'll be know. careful what I say about him. He might be. There's a very famous mobster in history yeah. who's from that area. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um. Quickly, you had some news? Yeah, uh, just a little rumor. The Cleveland Browns have reportedly checked in on the availability of Atlanta running back, Atlanta running back, slash wideout, slash returner, Cordell Patterson. Let me tell you something. Uh, not about this news. Yeah, great. Go get him. I guess he'll get some carries, and yeah. he'll be a nice weapon. Nice backup. Angel stubbed the hell out of his toe telling me that news. Yeah, So well, excited. On the break, because I was very excited about that. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why that's relevant. I just I just am thinking about it. It was hilarious. Yeah, it was, because I hope it was worth it. the building. I hope it was worth it. Yeah, it wasn't. It's just Cordell Patterson. Shout out to my toe. <laughs> uh, that's the show today. Thank you so much for following uh, and listening and watching and all the support you've given us through the preseason. Uh, it's been so much fun, but it's almost football time, baby. We're, we're so close. It's almost football time. Go late. subscribe. Go like. Go share. YouTube, search Bench with the Tobar Brothers, or listen to us on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Follow on social media platforms for all the latest news, reactions, stuff like that. Instagram X and TikTok, which is blowing up. And uh, tell a friend. Be a friend. Yep. Be a friend. Tell a friend. However you say that. Share the show with a buddy who loves football. We certainly appreciate it. Leave a review if you can. And um, that's the show for today. That's it. Just major news we broke down. Yeah. Just major news. Big time interview. Good show. Let me tell you right now. That was a, that was a sick show. You know I enjoyed that one. I'm out of drink. Okay, we'll I've drank everything. That's we'll why I've been bourbon like a freaking caveman. That's again. Okay. Hey, thanks so much, everyone. That is show, the show for today. We will see you Wednesday. And when we see you Wednesday, we will be just about a week away from NFL football. So, we'll see you then. <laughs>